Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome back, folks. The Good Shepherd School, uh, their mission is to provide a quality Catholic education to students, no matter what their financial situation may be. They're having their big annual Best Dressed Gala fundraiser coming up Saturday, December 2nd. That's this Saturday. There's some big news. Good Shepherd School is expanding, and they're moving to another area of the city. There's obviously a need, and here to talk about it is Tom Moran, Good Shepherd School president. Tom, welcome to the show. Thank you, Newell. Always, always a pleasure to get on the air with you and knowing our connections and past both cross Father Thompson's back years ago. And it's uh, always a compelling reason to, to talk about his dream and vision. Absolutely. He was, uh, I think he arrived at Jesuit my senior year or junior year. I can't recall which, um, but uh, he, he turned that place around. <laughs> In a, huge, well, in a quick, in a quick way, only like Father Thompson could, right? And look, I always tell people here: most people in the building did not meet him or know him, but his vision, his passion, is just in our DNA, and you can feel in the building every day. And my brother and I did work study at Jesuit High School. We couldn't afford to go. Father Thompson mm-hmm. looked at our parents and said, "They're in. Don't worry about it." And to know that yep. he founded this school at Good Shepherd with that same purpose to say, no matter what zip code, no matter what your bank account looks like, we've got this taken care of. We're going to give you opportunity and access and, and see where that takes you. And, and look, 23 years later, this mission is not only, you know, thriving, but it's growing. Uh, I Googled the other day at a, a, a event, the gala this weekend. We'll talk about that in a second. Uh, the, the Catholic school situation in the country, like you Google inner city Catholic schools closing, the number of articles that pop up is astonishing. In New York, it just announced is. 12. We're going to open one. Uh, and mm-hmm. the world says no. The, the world said no when Father Thompson came up with this idea. They said it will never work. Well, you know Father Thompson. You tell him no, that just means he's going yes real quick. And Yeah, that was the end of that story. <laughs> exactly. Look, he... he I was telling somebody the other day, school choice is just sweeping the country. And, and Louisiana was one of the first states to enact school choice to give parents an opportunity to, 
to say, go where, where something is better for your child. And he did that on his own. As he's dying, he assembles people of means and said, we're going to open a school. We're going to take care of everything and watch what happens. Well, 239 graduates later, uh, 19 on the college graduate wall. I mean, last week alone, our graduate who's in med school, he's in his fourth year med school. He's going to be a pediatric surgeon. He's in was in town interviewing for residencies positions with his girlfriend, who's also a fourth year uh, general surgeon. She's going to be to to listen to his story and know he started as a kindergartner at Good Shepherd. The world has been changed for him and his whole family, and that and his sister's a graduate of Good Shepherd, and, and his younger brother as well. And his sister's an attorney, and his younger brother's in college. The whole trajectory of of lives have been changed, and it it just and look. This is all funded by the generosity of others. This shouldn't work, mm-hmm. and Gail is a big part of that. I mean, uh, we're going to assemble people to celebrate this mission and Father Thompson's dream and just have a good time, knowing that the funds raised here come to that $1.5 million gap we've got every year to make this go, uh, and we do it. Some kind of way we make it happen because you walk in this building and you sense it and you see it. it it's what this city needs, Noel, and, and I think you know that better than any body on your daily show you you see it and what happens when you don't have places like good shepherd so tom i just said earlier you know i i i host a, a nola coalition segment right and a lot of difference makers folks like you tom and others uh, making a difference in our community each and every day they are the unsung heroes of our community most people don't even know they exist right uh, most people don't have any clue as to those that are in the trenches, turning the wrenches, as cliche as all of that sounds, but that's what it takes, right? Nose to the grind, hard work every day. You see it it every day. And look, I love to go places where other people that have this same mission and mindset go. I I go to Baldwin & Company bookstore and get my coffee. I've been twice. I'll be after this phone call here. And the focus on literacy in the city. I've, I've become real good friends with, with DJ, who's the owner. And like we always mm-hmm. say, we've got to put books and literacy at the forefront with kids. And a young child has a book in their hand. Society can't get a gun or drugs in your hand. Um, and this is the ticket. It's as simplistic and as that. And it's come more complex, obviously. But that's where the focus needs to be. It's walking the streets every day, engaging with children and their families. And I think Father Thompson when he started Good Shepherd, he said the nativity model. We're going to go an extra time each day. We're going to go in the summer. We're going to have heavy parent involvement and and just going to put the basics at the forefront. And we realize we have some of the most incredible parents. I mean, they're working poor is what they are. And, and poverty is not a crime, I always tell people. It, it's a, it's expensive nope. to be poor, as, as James Baldwin used to say. It, it We had 200 dads at our donuts with dads 230 moms at muffins with moms event we only have 255 students that is mm-hmm. incredible and the the desire for them to be engaged in their their kids lives and we and we do stuff for our parents too i, I, I we want to see a, a young dad or a young mom who's going back to school or maybe didn't finish to get them certified as an electrician or a truck driver where they can make meaningful wages and change their family or We've got some pre-K-4 parents who are studying to be nurses. Uh, that's the ticket out, not just for them, but their family. And 
an article I printed out the other day about, you know, when Catholic schools close, it's normally in urban neighborhoods. Those are anchors for those neighborhoods. And that that's a safe spot for kids and families to go where, you know, something good and productive is taking place. And while the seventh ward where we are currently, and then moving to the uh, desire Florida community in the upper ninth ward with, with our uh, joint effort with the giving hope foundation, it's, you meet real people who faith and belief is what holds everything together in some of their worlds, Newell. And we've got to give them more than just that faith and belief that they've got there. We've got to give the education piece. We've got to make it accessible. We've got to provide things for families. And when you do that, look, whole neighborhoods are changed and communities are changed. And look, you and I are old enough. That's our, we gotta, we gotta make sure that happens in our city. I'm, I'm not going anywhere. I'm here. This is where I'm going to be. This is my last stop. And the the passion that you get to see in people, you mentioned the grassroots, our staff of 50-plus people, I mean, two social workers, a school nurse, academic interventionist. None of this is cheap. But if we no. don't deal with that, you, you can't even begin to educate when you don't deal with the social, emotional, and the trauma that, that young children and families deal with. And and we do that. It, it it's, it's more our faith at a basic human level, compels us to do that. And that's what Father Thompson knew. And when you do that, it gets done. So we're, we're getting this done some kind of way. And you, you've got the so same Tom, passion for this that we have here. Absolutely. You know, let, let, let's pivot to the fundraiser because I want to get it in. Yeah. It's this weekend, the best-dressed gala. Um, so wh- what is that about? We used to do a Dancing with the Stars event that COVID kind of shelved when we couldn't have events. So we, we made a pivot. Uh, it's, it's 20 people paired as 10 couples. The, the ones who raised the most amount of money are the winners of this night, uh, dressed by John Tuxedos, Dolce, and Chatterbox for the ladies. Uh, it's going to be a fun night. It's fast-paced, uh, music entertainment by Paper Chase. It's at the New Orleans Marriott. You know, uh, over 600 people, I think, last time I checked, were, were approaching going to be at this event. And sponsorships and tickets are available at uh, thegoodshepherdschool.org on the website or just call the school. And it's a, it's a fun night to put a, a spotlight on the mission. We'll have a, a video that premieres that night that uh, highlights our graduates, our school successes, and, and members of our community giving some testimonials about that as well. And it's just it's a fun night. And it's, if you knew Father Thompson uh, fun was a part of his world. He enjoyed hard work, but he also enjoyed the celebration of, of community. And this is the community school. But it, it's going to be a nice evening. And I, I'm actually one of the models, if you can believe that. I'll, I'll do anything for Father Thompson, even from uh, the grave. He pulled you back in. Uh, <laughs> no doubt. And I see my uh, good friend Preston Jones, Pastor Jones, is up. I hear Pastor. I see Pastor Jones is participating too. Preston Jones, he's a good friend of mine. Uh, if yeah. it goes from good looks and good dress, he's going to win. <laughs> we, uh, so. we did another promotional event this morning. He was there. He he looked sharp, and he wasn't even in his tuxedo yet. And he, yeah. he's with his, he's with his wife. And uh, you know, we've we've got one of our graduates, Paris Vincent, is going to be uh, a model. She you know she works in the news business, and she is incredible. She was Spelman College graduate, and Warren mm-hmm. Easton before that, and to watch her talk about what this school meant to her and for her to now participate, and we'll have several other graduates there this night, it, that's when you know 
that lives have been impacted. And our former board chair, Ronnie Briggs, always used to say it just, you know, when you give those who are undisturbed more, not less, that great things are going to happen. And, and lives have changed. And not, not to throw a cliche out there, but in some cases you're saving lives in terms of sure, you absolutely. every day. And give me the opportunity and the access to, to grow and blossom into what I'm created to be. It's okay to be smart. You know, it's yeah. okay to be involved in, in literacy initiatives and to be in a band and to be on an athletic team. When you do that, you're, you're insulated from what the world wants to pull you into in some of our tougher neighborhoods. And um, it's incumbent upon us to do that. And, and we can't stop. And Father Thompson, the gambit in 2001, had honored him as the New Orleanian of the year after he died. And he talked about bridging that gap and the chasm between those who have and those who don't financially. And then he said he wanted eight of these. And I said, right. how do you pull that number eight? And if you go around where housing developments are in clustered, I think he had one in all those neighborhoods, knowing that if well, we let's talk about let's talk about your new expansion, because I'm running out of time here. I want to get it in. Um, and I love this because you guys are collaborating with yet another 501c3 organization, um, Troy Duhon and the Giving Hope Foundation, he and his wife, uh, Tracy, they've done a great job. Uh, he's the owner of New Orleans Premier Automotive. I've known Troy for a long, long time. This is a collaborative effort. Um, sounds very exciting. And look, they did our Dancing with the Stars event a couple of years ago and fell in love with our mission, and we continued the dialogue. He, and he said something about, yeah, I'd really like a school here. And I said, well, that's our strategic vision. So we went out there and toured the area, and there's no elementary school, public, private, faith-based at all in that area. And he said, look, we've got the land. He, he secured some modular buildings that were in the process of we need 1.5 to 2 million to finish that up, and we hopefully have that done by end of the calendar year here to move forward and start with kindergarten, grow a grade level at a time, and we can leverage Giving Hope Community Center is there, after-school and summer programming run by the Thrive uh, nonprofit that's there. The Kids of Excellence Daycare is there. Delgado's in that footprint. Uh, the Daughters of Charity and, and job training for the community by Thrive uh, in the stormwater management uh, area they're training people. Everything you need to help a family lift themselves up out of generational poverty is going to be in that footprint. And, and just the the synergies you get from these missions, it, it saves money because we're all leveraging what we do well and put it in one spot and people come there and have five or six services that they can tap into. That's the way you change every community. You co- A parent doesn't have to worry about going anywhere other than that footprint and they get everything they need, education and faith and after school programming, job training, health care. We just solved a lot of our issues right there in a simplistic way. So, uh, I love Troy and Tracy and everybody, uh, Alphonse at, at Giving Hope, the executive director and their whole team and the team at Thrive, Pastor Chuck and uh, Pastor Oscar out there and Miss Christie at Kids of Excellence. You, you just grow to love the communities that we serve. And you got to know communities, you know, you got to walk the streets. And, um, you know, just where we are in the seventh ward is the same way. St. Augustine High School down the street, got 25 of our young men there. And it, it's a yep. seamless transition in the AP Toro neighborhood. People are elevated at that point, and, and they become everything they were created to be. And it's the desire, how Tom, y'all, y'all go through what grade? What grade do y'all we go, go through? through seventh, we go through seventh grade here, and, and that'll be the model uh, in elementary school through seventh. 
And we follow them all the way through high school and college to be there as, you know, support and, and provide financial support as well as they move on to high school and college. Uh, we got kids at 16 local Catholic high schools in the area and uh, charters and publics and a bunch at uh, McDonald's uh, 35. We've got some at Edna Carr, Warren Easton. Our kids are thriving. And then the, the college, uh, 12 HBCUs they're going to and, and 25 colleges throughout the country. And most of them are the first ones in their family to go to college and earn a degree. And it just it's impactful to watch. We've got a college graduate wall in our building that you can't help but walk by every day when you walk in and out of the building. It's the inspiration for everybody here, and it's a, it's a culmination of Father Thompson's dream, and that's what we need everybody for. It, it's a call to action to everybody in this community. It's, I talked to Alphonse at Giving Hope. He says, Tommy, we can't find 100 to 150 faith-based people in this community to give $10,000 a year to cobble together a million, million five. It's as simplistic as that. And do we want to make sure we've got community faith-based schools to change neighborhoods? And not, the answer is a, from Father Harry Thompson yelling at you, it's yes. And it's no, a, a resounding you a message yes. out there and you call people action. And, and look, when you call good people to action and you see that we're, we're, we're paying for an investment one way or another, we're either going to invest in education and get a tremendous return or we're paying for the incarceration or people who are not employable because we didn't do our job. That's an easy decision. Uh, we, we're giving you the cheap ticket here that gives you all the rewards that this city needs and this world needs, and it's the right thing to do. Um, this mission's special. And, um, you know, it, so, Tom, today, it. today is uh, Giving Tuesday. If someone has an interest in giving to the Good Shepherd School, they go where? Uh, you can come to the website, uh, the, thegoodshepherdschool.org. You can always call, a- ask for me. And uh, it, thegoodshepherdschool.org, our development office. And a- anytime we're, we're existing solely on the generosity of others for 23 years, we need all those calls and all those people who want to find out about the mission to come. And I always tell people, come visit. You can't walk in this building and see what takes place and not leave here impacted. And we've had people come visit spend two, two and a half hours. They don't want to leave because, and, and the children who run up to you and hug you the most are the ones who have the most going on in their world. That's not good. Uh, and, and when you tell people the backstory after they leave, I mean, it brings tears to people's eyes. Um, I, I see it every day when I help, I tell them I help with carpool in the morning and afternoon. It's where you see the stories, Newell, and you hear the stories and you know the need. And there's, there's some terrible stories that people have to deal with. We got to help. I mean, that, there's no there's no other alternative. We've got to help, and we've got to continue to fulfill what Father Harry Thompson wanted to see. Um, and like we and both if, said, we don't it, tell him no. And if folks want to enjoy in uh, a Father Thompson-type gala with an open bar and unlimited food, which he loved, uh, where <laughs> would they go <laughs> uh, for that? Thegoodshepherdschool.org, the all of our social media accounts on Instagram and Facebook. Um, and the, the links on there, tickets start at 150 ahead, and then sponsorships starting at 500 all the way up to $10,000. And uh, somebody said, are you selling tickets? I said, we'll sell them all the way up to the door and halfway through the event, because Father Harry Thompson was never going to turn down a, a donor. It's, uh, no. And my development crew may tell me, stop, i got to give a number to Marriott, but I'm going to tell Marriott, throw another table out. And, um, you know, it's going to be a – 
And look, Newell, you and you and Sean, make sure you're there. I wanted to make sure we get that invite out to you. It's uh, we we appreciate that, my friend. Um, no. And best of luck in in the new endeavor in in the desire. Um, obviously, that 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 is great news. Um, yeah. And uh, we need to make sure that that happens for sure. Well, it's, have a great if function. I need uh, to do my job; it'll happen. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I have no doubt. Have a great night on December second. Thank you so much for joining us and sharing the Good Shepherd School story uh, with us, Tom Moran. Have a great week. Thank you, Noel. Alrighty, folks, we will be back. That's Tom Moran, Good Shepherd School president. We will be right back. Stay with us. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Folks, you heard me talk about five people shot, one dead in the 7th Ward, uh, Marigny area of the city. Congratulations to the New Orleans Police Department. They've arrested Rakeem Kenner, 20 years of age. He was booked into Orleans Justice Center uh, last evening on one count of second-degree murder and one count of attempted second-degree murder. It turns out that uh, Kenner was out of jail at the time of this murder, awaiting trial on Go figure. Illegal carrying of a weapon, illegal carrying of a weapon with a controlled dangerous substance, and possession with intent to distribute marijuana, according to uh, court records. Kenner's bond will be set this afternoon at some point in time. This is another opportunity. We talked about opportunities. The NOPD is human capital distressed. But when they make cases, and they make cases like the ones that they made today, In a very short period of time, this is an opportunity for everyone else in the criminal justice system to stand up and do what they're supposed to do. 
fulfill their fiduciary obligation to you as a taxpayers and make sure that we reach a successful prosecution in this case. So keeping with the theme of crime and trying to fight crime, we're joined by Glade Bilby, president of the French Quarter Citizens Group. More than two dozen new crime cameras have been installed in the French Quarter. Glade, welcome to the show. Thanks, Newell. Thank you. Uh, I hate for that to be the, the beginning of the conversation, but here we are. Yeah, absolutely. But it's a reality. We, we, you know, we need to deal with it. And another reality is that there's two dozen new crime cameras installed in the French Quarter. That's a good thing. It is a good thing. Uh, I, th- these are a benefit of the quarter for the quarter tax and some money to install these things. And actually, there's more than two dozen in uh, that have been installed. And there's some license plate readers going into and out of the quarter as well. So I think all those will be somewhat helpful. These are all tools of an overarching strategy, right? And I think a lot of people sometimes kind of focus on each individual tool and think that this is kind of the um, the silver bullet. I hate to use that, but it's not, right? It's it's working collectively and collaboratively together with a lot of other things that are going on within inside the NOPD. You're right. It is, and I think. To go on what you said earlier, it's it's a three-legged stool. You've got the police. You've got certainly on the front line. You've got the residents and the visitors to the city, specifically the French Quarter. Then you've got the police on another side of it. And then you've got the judicial system, which has to enforce the fines, make sure the sentences are are in place and carried out. And I think that's where some of the effort needs to be in order to not just have a slap on the wrist and back out on the street is what we've been experiencing here with a lot of the illegal vending that's been going on in the quarter. And I know you come to the quarter uh, often enough to know that uh, it's a little out of control. And I, I think these cameras are an effort to kind of address that and put some evidentiary muscle behind some of the efforts of of. The, the DA's office and the magistrate judges. Yeah. Um, so these cameras are linked uh, back to the um, uh, real-time I'm crime center. Went, real-time, right. cr- thank you, sir. Real-time crime center. That ought to roll off my lips like nothing, but I, I have a senior <laughs> moment every now and then. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> um, the real-time crime center, uh, which is a good thing as well. Um, some of, sometimes they are actively um, looking at, at what you know what's going on and what they're seeing. Uh, obviously, that that requires staff, and everyone is distressed in that regard, right? Right, right. I've been over to the real-time crime center, and it's impressive. Uh, but I think it's more used in an evidentiary manner. To let people mm-hmm. know how this works, when when a when a nine one one call comes in, all of the cameras in that area, specifically in the quarter, kind of are redirected to see where what's in the surrounding streets of of where that call came from, so they can actually monitor then. But it's not prior to something happening; it's after something's happened. So if if there's a crime committed and they need to go, they can back up and look at the time stamp on the on the camera and see who it was where it was when it was and get a little bit more uh evidence together and 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 that's how it's pretty much work working it's not there's nobody looking at every camera there's nobody that's going to monitor something of someone that does something 
right behind you on the street. So it's after the fact more than anything. Clay, uh, some folks are a little concerned of the location where they mounted the cameras, that, that some are as low as eight feet off the ground, and they feel like that there may be a propensity to be tampered with. Your thoughts? Well, it's an interesting that's an interesting observation. Uh, one, all of these cameras were located where the NOPD thought they would be most beneficial. The other thing, though, you've heard this term tout ensemble about the French Quarter and the Vieux Carré and how we are uh, uh, having the importance of, of architectural significance, historical value, and the look of the whole thing all at one. Well, you look at that. And you look at the condition of the quarter today. You look at the 5G poles that were put in all over the place in the French Quarter. Certainly, they, they don't help the look. You look at the tiles uh, in the streets that are not replaced. You look at uh, a lot of things that have just let, let go and are deterioration by neglect and a lot of, a lot of buildings specifically on, on, on Bourbon Street. Well, you put the cameras in there. No. Does it look better? No. Maybe they should have been black cameras to match the wrought iron. Great. But I think a lot of us are lucky we have anything here in the quarter to help. We've been trying to get the lighting lit for years, uh, a year and a half, and we still have probably 30% of the lights out. So the cameras went up quickly. And while I agree that some of them are low and could be tampered with, what I was told by Homeland Security is that these are at this level, so they have good facial identification. Yeah. No, I mean, look, there's there's a downside to every piece of technology deployed. There are challenges right. to every piece of technology deployed, and it's no different with, with this. You know, when you – yeah, I mean, it would be nice if we embarked upon a five-year strategic plan – the cameras had their own poles. We figured out which ones were aesthetically pleasing, you know, to the French Quarter. But time really isn't on our side, is it? No, uh, it isn't. That, yeah. that, that's the problem. It isn't. It is not. And we had the opportunity to put these up. And I've got to say, convergent technology put these all up in six weeks. And uh, mm -hmm. we, <laughs> a lot of us go, why can't we get the lights up and repaired in six weeks? I mean, rather than the the, the saga that we've been going through. So. You're right. We'll take anything at this point. If you need to move the camera up later or paint them black later, fine. But let's 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 get something in place. No, and uh, you know, I I've been kind of at the forefront of this illegal vendor issue, and and this these cameras are going to help in that regard as well. Um, it sounds like we're making a little progress. Um, we, hopefully, we are it continues and. In a forward movement, but it's all about enforcement, you know, at I the have, end of the I day. Been, it is. I have been to municipal court twice and in, in, in within a month to see how what was the disposition on these cases. And the first time we went, uh, 20 cases, 11 people didn't show, so that would mean an attachment would go out. And then the rest of them got fines that were dismissed. So that doesn't help us out at all. It's like a slap on the wrist. So. Uh, it's the cost of doing business. So we need we need the judges and the judiciary to hold up their end of the bargain, and and that would, that's an important thing. And you, and you had mentioned that earlier. What's the mindset? I mean, is anyone talking to these judges to find out what the mindset is to dismiss the case and not have to pay the fine? 
trying to. We met with the city attorney and expressed uh, uh, the need for them to back us up and the police. We uh, actually, Freddie King went one of the days to court and said that we're trying to do something on illegal vending, and we'd like you to at least follow the law and impose the fines. But uh, you can't read people's minds. And also, I don't, I don't know why they're just slap on the wrist. But we're making an effort to make sure that this is a, it's followed through. Well, Glade, let me make this offer to you. Any time that that happens, let's call the judges out. I mean, okay. if you don't put if you don't put political pressure on these people, nothing's going to change. They they you have to make them consume political capital, and if they're not willing to do so, we'll call them out. I agree. Thank you for that offer. I mean, it, it's yeah. the it's the only way that this is going to change. We have to collectively and collaboratively together call them out to make them do their job. Otherwise, we're not going to make the place better. No, in the meantime, we're suffering the consequence of all of this. They're not connecting the dots for whatever reason. But come election time, which is in the very near future for a number of these city officials, um, we can connect the dots for them if that's what they want us to do. But somehow you say that way to election time, but that's a long time from now. We, We need things to happen a little more quickly. I understand. I'm willing to start next week. I'm willing to start tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> I mean, y'all tell me the cases that were dismissed, and y'all tell me the judges, and I'll call them out. Okay. I mean, this is right. ridiculous. It's not going to change until there's some enforcement. You know, you have a governor now, a governor-elect who's got this New Orleans committee. Hopefully he brings some of the regulatory agencies that have concurrent jurisdiction with, with city, because um, – don't even want to address the intent of the city, whether they're intentionally not doing it or not. It doesn't matter. But if he's willing to do it, let's do it. Let's get I it agree. done. And I, don't, I don't know if you've heard, but I, there, there's talk of it reestablishing uh, the state police back here in the quarter like we had uh, previous to this. So uh, that may come to pass. And I think that it will be a big help with personnel reinforcements and, and a different jurisdiction. I know you know that uh, – uh, we have a hard time with, with with guns in the quarter. This past weekend, 15 guns seized on Bourbon Street. 15, okay? So a lot of these gun, these cases are being stepped up to the state level that can actually uh, ha- have some teeth to it rather than just in the city. Yeah, I mean, 15 guns on Bourbon Street is ridiculous. And, I mean, we need to be there every night not just one night a week it needs to happen every night for them to get the message that we're not we set the bar and we're not willing to accept anything less plain and simple and right you know it better than anyone that's how you affect change right right has to has to otherwise we're 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 going down uh quicker than we want to go down and, and we need the tourists. We, we, we have the residents who are holding the fort, and, and this is our tax revenue base down here in the French Quarter. We, so we need, it, we need it to be better. No doubt. Glade Bilby, thank you so much for joining us. President of the French Quarter Citizens Group will be right back, folks. Stay with us. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, 
and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Let's go to the talk lines. Let's go to Gordon. Gordon, you're up. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for taking my call. I just wanted to say something about the French Quarter in that my wife and I recently went to go and eat at a restaurant in the French Quarter. We decided to walk down Bourbon Street. It was deplorable. Many individuals ran up to us with Mardi Gras beads, trying to put them around our neck to panhandle us for money for Mardi Gras beads. We're residents. We've been here for 65 years. People beating on buckets. People in wheelchairs walking up to you, trying to panhandle you for money. In a one-block rate, in just a one-block walk, we must have had at least five people come up to us with Mardi Gras beads or money, trying to get money, panhandle us for money. If that's what our visitors to the city of New Orleans are experiencing, I don't believe they're going to be returning. Something has got to be done about these vagrants and these panhandlers in the quarter. Yeah, I mean, they're ruining it. You know, I mean, I just don't understand why we would allow this to to, to happen. Uh, it's one of the things that makes this city so unique. I know you as a local probably love the French Quarter as much as I do, but I don't love that. <laughs> I don't want to go back for that. We have some of the finest restaurants in the world in the French Quarter, and we can't really enjoy it because we, we have to walk through that mess uh, as we do so. Thank you, Gordon. Best of luck to you. Let's go to Danny. Danny, you're up. Welcome to the show. Uh, hey, thank you for having, taking my call. I love your show. I'll keep it thank short because I know you're tight. Uh, you, you and your guests were talking about how the judges and uh, district attorneys are letting these people go with, without finding them. And uh, doesn't it make sense that that would lower the crime rate on the books? And maybe that's why they're doing it. it makes them look good. No, the crime rate on the books are reported by arrests that are made by the NOPD and incidents that are reported in 911. So they're after the fact. I mean, you know, okay, uh, in, okay. Ma- in, in, in many respects, what they do rarely shows up in any uh, s- stats that are provided to, to the general public. Um, I don't know what the issue is. I mean, you know, they have a role to play. The laws, the law gives them the ability to do certain things, and they're just not willing to do it for whatever reason. I don't know how they think that this is going to happen and how we're going to clean it up. You just heard Gordon's story. It, it's a disaster. Similar experiences myself, yes. Yep. Yeah, I mean, and and we all love and care for the city, but we can't let people abuse other folks like that uh, while walking in the quarter. I, I recount all the time my experience in Nashville. They don't allow that to happen. If you're there and you start panhandling, 
you're carted out of there. That ain't happening. You're not going to be allowed to disrupt other people's enjoyment. You know, as you're as you're walking from one honky tonk to the next, they don't let that happen. And it's a such it's so much more of a pleasurable experience. But the irony is, do they do they have the feel of the uh, of a lot of the history of the French Quarter there and everything else that goes along with that? The architecture, the this, that. No, not at all. In fact, it's from from the, that perspective. It's it's sterile architecturally. But from the other perspective, that's why they're blowing and going there, because they don't let folks interrupt the enjoyment of others by trying to sell them beads. Where'd you where'd you get your shoes? Watch bucket beaters in, in front of the most iconic restaurants in the world. You wouldn't walk into a boardroom and decide this is how we're going to market this place. I keep reminding folks, you're in a competition business. We can't compete. We're going to allow this to happen. We'll be right back checking in with Scoot. Scoot's up next, and he joins us. What do we have coming up, Scoot? We will talk about the uh, verdict of the case of that. uh, Now we no longer have to say allege. We can say that uh, thug punk. Uh, We can now say that officially. We'll talk about that. Also, L.A. LA Clippers star Russell Westbrook uh, had to be restrained from a confrontation with a fan, and he didn't even want to repeat what the fan said. Uh, Do fans sometimes go too far, and do they deserve to get uh, uh, attention from the athletes, or should the athletes just realize that trash talk is part of the show? Also, today is the 93rd birthday of Barry Gordon Jr., the founder of Motown Records. Our bumper music is going to feature mostly Motown stuff, some of the classics. It is going to be just a great day with bumper music. No doubt there. Scoot's up next, folks. Stay tuned. He's got a great lineup coming your way. Hope you enjoyed today's show. We'll see you guys again in the morning. Have a great Tuesday evening. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.